So, my mind is actually made up. I have decided to make a whole podcast section, a chapter, book, whatever, however you want to say it, based off, based on uh, discrimination cases alone. I don't, I don't know how exactly I'm going to do this, but I want to talk about what discrimination is. But I want it to be focused. I don't just want it to be something like, oh, uh, I'm being discriminated against. You know, I, w- I want to have something solid, like something meaningful in our society, like discrimination at the workplace, I think, is a, a very big topic to talk about. Because from my standpoint, I think a lot of people are discriminated um, and they just don't know it. Like, it's a very big number, but because people are not coming forward... That's why cases are not well known. And it even says this on on some law firms' uh, uh, websites when they talk about discrimination in the workplace occurs every 10 seconds or whatever they say. And this actually goes in your training. We have this, the employer in California is required by federal law to give harassment training and training regarding workplace discrimination. And I ask people this, and I ask employers this, why do you think the government, the federal government, requires you legally to give these trainings? Trainings on harassment, that's sexual harassment, workplace harassment, and also workplace discrimination. Why why do you think that's required? And I'll pause for a few seconds to give you time to answer that. So, the reason why I ask that is because I've had to sit down numerous times and get online and actually go through the same training where they explain what what place harassment is, what what place discrimination is, what's the purpose of the training to make the employee knowledgeable of these topics and to tell them and inform them, educate them on what to do when they actually occur, if and when they occur. And a lot of times it's not really a matter of if, it's simply a matter of when. Because nine times out of ten, it happens to people of color. And it doesn't really happen to Caucasians much. It happens to people of color because we're, we're the easy targets, you know. Um, it, it's sad, but it's a proven fact that nine times out of ten, and I, I don't have the proof with me, but I, I, I'm actually just kind of reassuming really this. Nine times out of ten, people of color are discriminated against in the workplace. That is, they're kept from obtaining certain positions, uh, certain training, certain opportunities in the job market. Like, for example, if you're a black uh, a man that walks in the back mail room sorting through mail, and you want to be moved up to I don't know, customer service, working with the public, you know, selling stamps and selling envelopes and handling inquiries and problems and, you know, maybe you want to be a, um, <coughs> a mail delivery driver or whatever, uh, and, and you denied this multiple times, you're going to inquire why. You're going to ask your employee, well, what can I do to better my chances? And you find out because... I think that just because he's black, he should walk in the back and sorting mail for the whole entirety of his employment here. Well, 
that is discrimination because you're making a employment decision, a job-based decision based off his, based off of protected class, and that's his race, black or African American. That's that was actually an example that was I had to go through training. I learned that in training just a few days ago. Uh, um, <clears throat> and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be afraid to say it. Say it. It's training for central casting. I had to go through that again. That was one of the. I think it was central casting. If not, it was another employer. But <clears throat> that's just an example of um, a person who is discriminated simply because of their protected class of race. And it could be religion. It could be gender. It could be gender expression, identity, whatever. It, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole all the protected class categories. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is a serious thing that people really need to be aware of. I mean, this is not something that only happens in TV, only happens in the post's imagination. And, and, and if you if you have a history of mental health or whatever, of course the employer is going to contest that maybe he or she is delusional and believe this to be true. They're going to say whatever to remain innocent. But you have to stand firm and believe and, 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 and prove what you believe that you were in fact discriminated. And yes, most law firms, they usually do need a type of solid evidence. Um, but... Think about it, they, and lawyers should know this. Employers are going to cover it up. Take, for example, again, the the the, the black employee that works at the uh, mail co- uh, mail company, USPS. He's been sorting mail for the past two years, and he wants to move up to a customer service, at least. Not even mailman, just customer service. But his employer doesn't want to have him walk in the front because he's black. He thinks he should be remaining in the back, in the back, sorting mail because you know he doesn't look like he'd be a good suitable candidate to handle to to work with people. That's what his employers think. Well, if he were to bring it to a lawyer as an act of discrimination based on a protected class, his race, his the the law firm is going to ask for some evidence, and he would tell them for the past few years I've been working. As a, as a sword on the back and I've talked to my employer and they always told me we'll keep trying we'll think about it or maybe you'll get it just keep pushing but I've dropped my employer and I hear my supervisor say I think because he's black he should stay in the back yada 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 and he expresses all this to a law firm well the, the lawyer could easily say well all this is just what you hold they're going to say that you thought you hold that um, and, and which the, 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 the employee should say no I know what I hold for a fact and while I did not record it because they could just say it's illegal without the permission to record them and it wouldn't hold them in court I have nothing else this is my only argument as, as, as for quote unquote proof it's what I hold them say and, ladies and gentlemen, that is enough proof. I think that in most cases, when it comes to at least a settlement, they're not going to have solid proof when it comes to a case of racism or discrimination because the employer will just as easily deny that proof or hide it. They're going to delete whatever recording there was, even if it's video, whatever surveillance they have, whatever workers they have. They're going to hide it or delete it, or keep it from being presented in court by saying that's confidential information only. That we have a strict confidential uh, 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 policy. That we cannot reveal information on our employees. Even if the judge or court 
demand it. Which is, once again, false because they can give out that information. The, the court can demand it and subpoena it, and, and they can, you know, I mean, the employer can be held liable if they don't, but they will try to hide it for however long because they want to dissuade the employee from seeking justice, from getting justice. And this is why a lot of people don't go forward or don't continue with the legal process because they are dissuaded. Because the employee has made efforts to prevent that employee from actually getting the legal legal uh, uh, for, you know they can't sue for legal damages, especially if you're colored, because of how they, how well they got crafted, and then they could turn around as retaliation, file that employee, which is actually illegal itself to file an employee because he sought legal representation over this rather illegal matter. And the argument is that we're at will company. But there is an argument against that policy. You're not an at will company and your decision was not based on at will policy if you file somebody illegally. And it's not just discrimination, but if you file somebody out of retaliation for seeking legal counsel or legal assistance, based on something that happened illegally, such as the workplace discrimination, that itself, that termination, is illegal, and therefore you illegally filed that person, wrongful termination. And that's, and that's what I tell people. We, really, the employer is accountable, and they've opened themselves wide open for a lawsuit. I mean, with enough lawsuits, this one employer, this location, can be shut down. The federal government can get involved and say, you're no longer allowed to remain in business because you've caused a lot of trouble. This one case alone has made us seem like we're just racist. We don't want you open. If you cannot make decisions based off employment, employment ethics alone, the ability to walk, then you cannot remain open as an employer. And that's that's really just common sense. I mean, people are not promoted to manager or supervisor based on their race. They're promoted based on what they can do. How, not based on merit, not based on who they know, but what they know. You know, um, people score high marks in tests and ACTs and SATs because of what they know how well they retain information and how skillful they are and what they're able to learn. Not based on their color. That's how it's supposed to be. And in society, we, we have an act of favoritism. And it's not just the act of favoritism. There's the whole silent aspect of nobody is trying hard enough to seek the counsel and to keep pushing. Once you start a case, you have to see it through. And that's what I plan on doing. I want to hold my employer accountable and I want to keep pushing until I get attention. I mean, I want the fucking news to come to me and interview me. And I would halfway tell them, this is why I did it. I'm going to keep doing it because I want to expose these employers for what they're doing. This is my new career, actually. I told my uncle this. My new career is going to just be suing employees. Employers. Yeah, people in LA might not want to hire me. I, I, I admit it. I don't even want to work in Los Angeles anymore. And if they don't want to hire me in LA... I was just telling them to the face, fuck you, I'm moving to another country, I'm moving to another city, I might even move to another state. Because I've had it with you people, I've had it with people discriminating against me, just because I'm not Hispanic, or white, or Latino, just because I have to be half black, you people say, I'm not a good employer, employee. 
when you know that when you know damn where I am and you've seen it. But you want to follow me based off of uh, of simple arrest without knowing the facts. You want to follow me because if I got written up so many times and I told you all these write-ups are just bogus, or at least two of them are bogus. You want to follow me because you can't even have a fucking reason. It's just that real, you know. You have no other excuse. It's simply because of color of my skin or it's because of my gender. Some protected class. And I guarantee you, men of color get terminated more or let go more than women of color. That That's also a fact. I don't have the, the proof, evidence, but I bet I could pull it up somewhere. I mean, I could... A lot of this shit, I could just Google the statistics, the numbers, and pull up. Or well, the audience can do it. You can do it yourself. Just Google... How often are men terminated wrongfully compared to the female counterparts or the women women counterparts? Google it. I want you to. Yeah, I gave you a slight pause because I you know we want you to Google it. And these numbers really do matter, actually, because they persuade people that you know, or you know, they base their decision on evidence. So. um... And I myself get curious, so maybe I'll research it later and get the numbers together and, like, have the whole citations and everything in the way, act, you know, act like I'm presenting in court. And I, I'll just post it on a social media platform somewhere to show people this is not just me talking with my mouth. I've got the, I've done the research. I can back it up. And this is just information I've just compiled. I mean, to, to go along with this podcast, to go along with my... My social media post about a matter that people reject, and uh, I, I guess you know I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while. I've been wanting to do some voiceover work to get it out there. I know I have to be careful what I say because my reputation matters, especially when it comes to my voice. But this is something that's still to my heart. This is something that means to me a great deal because. Like I said, those those Americans that. They want the American dream, and they cannot have it because they've tried so hard, they've gone so far, they did everything, it doesn't matter because they get fired based off petty things. I mean, some people don't care if they get fired from Pizza Hut. You know, they don't want to be the delivery driver for, for, for too long. They're like, okay, this really is just my blessing. You don't know what you do. You've actually just given me God's blessing because now I can seek a better job. But when you get the job you want, and you're kept from doing things you want, or you're fired, or you're written up so many times, or you're finally fired, it gets to you. And after a while of dealing with the the reality of it, you want to have some type of get back to teach your employer, your former employer, that they cannot do this again. Maybe you don't want to work for that employer, but maybe you'd want to work for a similar business in the same industry, and that industry, that that other jo- uh, employer might say, "Hey, there's that guy that that sued his employer that's in the same business as we are for for discrimination. If we hire this guy, we better be careful how we treat this guy because he could turn around and do the same thing to us." And if they don't hire you based off the fact that you filed a lawsuit, I mean, that's not out flat discrimination, but that does look rather fishy if they base their decision on that. Because, at the very least, it's based on fear. And that's, that's actually a big factor why people don't hire 
It's based on fear. That they're afraid so-and-so will be a problem. Without even giving so-and-so a chance. And, and it doesn't matter what the reason is. At the end of the day, the result is still the same. That keeps that employer from having a potentially remarkable employee. And that keeps that potential employee from having a job. From having income. From having a place to live. From having a warm bed and food to eat. Uh, from having gas in the vehicle or car. You know? From, from feeling like they've accomplished something in life. Those people... And I also got to pull up the statistics and the, and, the, and the evidence on this. Those people that commit suicide because they get fired and or because they cannot get employed somewhere else. Because they don't want a job just doing anything. They want a job doing what they were doing before. And not only they get got fired, but they may not be rehirable or hireable in another field or another industry or somewhere, something similar. And to me, and, and, and honestly, that is devastating. And that's so devastating to people that some people actually commit suicide because of it. Because if they can't fulfill their purpose in life, whatever that may be, what's the point of living? I mean, take, for example, David, Frank, uh, Jason David Frank. Um, I, I, I was kind of regretful of bringing this up, but... I'll go ahead and mention it anyway. Allegedly, that supposedly he committed suicide. Because he got tired. His his wife somehow uh, presented the divorce papers to him when he was signing um, fans' autographs in San Diego, California at a Comic-Con. I think it was San Diego. It was at one of the Comic-Cons. And this was last year, this was about, I don't know, September, October, whatever, before he died. A few days before he supposedly committed suicide. I still don't believe it, but anyway, moving on. Um, apparently, he just had enough. Him and his wife were arguing, they were actually reconciling their marriage. Um, but somewhere down the line, she presented divorce papers to him in the most... Unwanted time. I'm talking about you. You. You're a star in a major industry, Power Rangers, and you got a big fan base. You got an obligation, responsibility to your fans. You're signing autographs. People that paid for it. They, I, believe me, I've had a few autographs, and they cost roughly forty to eighty dollars a pop. Maybe eighty can get you a photo op plus an autograph. I've done that before with you know, the voice actor of Naruto and uh, MB Joe Johnson, the pink, the original Pink Ranger, and Monty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, Jason David Frank's uh, co-worker and friend. You know, she actually cried on Instagram, and I mean, it, it devastated her. But the, the the point of it is the making that this guy he was a great actor. He was important to his fans. Um, and supposedly he commits suicide, but what what happened was his wife allegedly served him divorce papers right when he's signing autographs at a San Diego Comic Con event. And you have got to have some serious balls to be somebody's wife and 
and have it, it doesn't matter if you gave your husband the divorce papers yourself or if you gave them to somebody to give to your husband so supposedly it, his wife didn't hand it to him it was an employee of the convention of the uh, of the comic con that gave him the papers so somewhere down the line she slipped the papers to an employee um, that was working at the convention or the comic con and or and that person gave him the papers it's still the same that's a bad time to solve somebody divorce papers. You wait to do that shit in a private setting when you're in the fucking hotel. So, I'm not sure if his wife did it. This is all he'll say, allegedly. But the point of it is, Jason David Frank was devastated. He supposedly committed suicide because he had enough. She'd give it up on life. And I'm, I'm using this as an example of how some people actually do commit suicide after a while of trying because things happen. And now those things involving people, employees, employers not giving a fuck anymore, not caring. They window somebody unhirable. They take away that person's confidence. If you don't have a bounce back personality, then it's kind of like you, you you've already given up on that point your your body's going to your body's going to follow suit you have to have a way to say i don't give a damn what people say fuck them i'm going to do what i want to do and have a job doing what i want to do i mean look at me i don't really have a criminal record i've had a few misdemeanors on my record that's it no felony i mean i've got arrested for felonies mind you but none of them really stuck just people Wanting to win my life. And th that's exactly what these employers are. People that are basing the decision off favoritized employees. That's employees that they're all friends. They all know each other. And I point this out about Mexicans and Latinos because they do stick together. I'm not going to lie. I don't care how racist it sounds. They stick together. Because my last job, and the employees were primarily Hispanic and Latino. And they had talked so much shit to the, to the, to the managers who were, who were employee and Hispanic. And they all stick together. And of course they're going to listen to their own people. So at the end of the day, and it bite me in the ass, I got fired. <clears throat> and I say that because that's what happened. <clears throat> the managers can act nice and kind all they want. They can talk so much shit all they want. The fact that most of the managers were Hispanic and Latino, along with the employees being primarily Hispanic and Latino, they're going to listen to their own people before they listen to somebody who is not Hispanic and Latino. That's just how it is. That's for anyways. Asians do it. Black people do it. Uh, but especially Latinos and Hispanics because they stick together. They have to. That's they think they have to because <coughs> they came from Mexico or whatever. So that's the mindset they have. But the point of I'm making is, is I want to point out all this information and that's what these new podcasts are going to be about. Because I want people to start really thinking about what they do. And I don't care if it doesn't get over. I'm not going to lie. My podcast ain't really gonna go anywhere, I know. But it's worth a shot, right? If I can save a few lives, if I can talk shit about people, and, and, and somehow get these employees back, or these co-workers, these, if I can get them back for what they did, for getting me fired. You know, I don't mind talking shit about them. I, I would mention names if I, if you know, if I was in a settlement right now. I would mention names, I would mention Instagram, uh profiles because I, I do know some people like 
another face, another name, another Instagram page. I can copy and paste it in the description of this. And I can just spread it around until the point people start to see it and they start getting the idea to stay away from these people, to not even harm these people. Because I'm not going to lie, if, if, if I was up against one of my uh, uh, former co-workers and they were being interviewed, and I, when I got interviewed first, I would tell the, I would tell the interviewer, hey, make sure you don't hire that person because that person's up for trouble. I used to work with them, and they're just people that, you know, they gossip about people to get other people fired. They're not good employees. I would actually say that. Just, just not to just get them back, but also to execute some justice because... Because I've worked with these people. These people are lazy. They do nothing but cause chaos. And, it's, and I'm not saying that Hispanics and Latinos cause chaos. I'm saying that these particular people that I work with do. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about the waste. I'm talking about these people in general. Compared to the other people I've worked with. I've worked with different types of people. I've worked with people who cause trouble and gossip. And I've worked with people who, they only focus on the job. If you gossip around them, they don't want to hear it. They're like, not my business. I don't want to talk about it. I want to focus on my job. If you don't have anything good to say, please don't mention it to me. And while that might sound cold and disrespectful, that, that, that actually is a valid point because they only want good vibes. Because they're there to walk. Those people that are there to walk, they're not there to play. They don't care what you say. They don't want to gossip. They don't want to listen to gossip. They don't want to be a part of gossip. And that's the mindset that you have to have when you walk in a workforce place setting. Is not to be a part of any gossip. I, I, I was given that advice a long time ago by one of my managers. I, I walked at Pavilions and he gave, me that, he gave me that advice. He said, Michael, take my advice. Do not be a part of any gossip, because that will get you in trouble faster than anything. And he was damn sure right. I mean, it led to my getting fired, because... I'm not saying that my getting fired was, was my fault, but because I chose to be a part of these young kids' gossip, that eventually led to my termination. And so that's a, that's a, a life skill that the life lesson to take with me, is to not be a part of any gossip. The moment I see myself getting into a circle of gossip, pull myself out immediately, do something else, go somewhere else, even if it's, if it's during my lunch break, get out of the f fucking, fucking lunch break room and just go into the other room and just be by yourself, eat by yourself, whatever, don't mention anything, if so-and-so says, hey, did you hear what so-and-so said, just be like, I didn't hear anything, I don't want to hear it, that way you have nothing to say to your supervisor or your fellow co-worker, you have nothing to say at all, if anybody asks, me no comprende inglés.